0: Chicago isn't just a city. Chicago is quite literally the epicenter of where house music legends are made. And today on the second anniversary of his passing, we're tipping our hat to the ultimate tastemaker himself and Chicago native, Paul Johnson. Paul began DJing in Chicago when he was just 13 years old, first at his own eighth grade graduation party, and then in his basement for friends. He'd have them over for dance parties. He was inspired by the greats before him, like Farley Jack, Master Funk, and he officially began producing music for labels in the 90s for labels like Dance Mania, Relief, and many more. Many of us know him for his famous track, Get Get Down.
1: down, 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 down.
0: Which can still be heard in clubs worldwide. Despite life throwing him some major curveballs, including accidents that put him in a wheelchair, Paul faced the world with an unbeatable passion and a smile. His story is one of determination, love for the craft, and pure shytown Town spirit. I had the coveted opportunity to interview Paul Johnson for a charity live stream put on by What's Good Chicago in February of 2021. And this interview was live raw unedited and unfiltered and i'd like to play some of it for you here they call it that paul johnson sound i've heard that many times can you tell me what what that paul johnson sound is
1: i have no fucking (laughs) idea (laughs) i really don't know i think what it is is in 1984 i taught myself how to spin like just by listening to the radio finally watching my cousin in his room watching ferris thomas and i just watched everybody and i said okay if i do it i'm doing it like this and that was just it when i was 13 i taught myself this way and that's it i, Sounds just, mean. I never plan anything i just play i just go through folders and play like wow. when i used to spin records i never looked in the crate i just did this reached in it and just pulled something out Wow! because I know what I want to hear I think that's what it is my ear that is, of picking yep. music yep. maybe that's what they're talking about that
0: is because I just Paul bang Johnson's I
1: don't head. I don't want to play no half bullshit uh. I want to bang at that. Uh. Because yeah. I don't want to hear
0: it. <laughs> that so, is just not impressive at right, all. exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. It's That's, amazing. That's amazing. for me play That's amazing. Wow. Talent. True talent. So, you know, you've had this privilege to be in the music game for so long. And I'm curious to know, now, you know, in this, not just the pandemic, but in the age of social media, I low-key i follow you on instagram and i laugh at your posts like every day because you have such a big personality how are you able to connect with your fans now on this different level i mean they get to they kind of get to see the real you through your social well
1: they know they know that i keep it real like there's no reason to be fake out here i don't have an ego i killed them in 1988 because that motherfucker tried to take over fuck all that it's me <laughs> and they know that they get me like i I don't sugarcoat anything i don't hide anything i tell it like it is straight up and i just keep the music real i'm doing this for you guys i love you that's Uh, why i'm doing it
0: and we are so appreciative and if you ever uh if there's ever a current event for those watching out there uh tune into paul johnson's instagram because he's gonna have something to say about it
1: absolutely (laughs) and don't forget this is my home we're at my home right now, late night turn. Francois came to Chicago, yes. opened this club and for me was to you. be the resident.
0: You and you were the first, the first for new flame. Yeah. Hell yeah. Big this love is my home, Chicago. It's amazing, and everybody's
1: been here playing. I fucking love that you have been here to play on this system. Now that you see, when we finally open back up fully, yeah. I want all you motherfuckers to play on my night. I'm gonna have to double my night. Oh man! Oh man! <laughs> I'm have to I, double it to twice a month. I'm gonna so be I can there. Get everybody to play with
0: me. I love that. I love that. Hell yeah! So this is a question I also asked Ron. It's not my question. It's my. It's a question from Jeff Harris. Okay. Juju. He played at 3 a.m., and now he's hustling, coaching basketball. So he's, he's, a, he's a monster. He asked, and I'm going to read it because I want to get it right. He wants to know what you think we can do as a community to open house music culture up back to black kids and let them have this musical outlet.
1: Hmm. What we can do is hire the black DJs in these upscale clubs. Yeah, That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. They don't see themselves. So how can they come party if they don't see themselves? It's the same with television. Yep. You hire who plays for
0: them. Yeah, it's representation.
1: It's so simple. Mm-hmm. It's right. just representation. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's
0: and, and Like we talked about before, there would be no house music without black creators. Exactly. Like but all you simple. have
1: to do is make a list of maybe 10 or 20 black professionals there are a lot of us here
0: oh yeah oh yeah
1: <laughs> and just sprinkle us in the
0: clubs. it just takes it. a little effort it takes a little effort sprinkle
1: us through the clubs that's absolutely. all it is absolutely i we hope you're people... not even asking for it but that's what it takes
0: yep i hope people are listening to that mm-hmm. you know
1: listen god damn it
0: yes listen please we're right
1: fucking here <laughs> i had somebody tell me on instagram yesterday i promise you i promise you no no on uh twitch he said i wish i could read it matter of fact let me read this
0: I gotta Hold get this shit straight. You're
1: not gonna believe this. Hold on. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Hold on.
0: I'm patient. Ron doing the Jeopardy musical. Is that Jeopardy? It's Jeopardy. Okay, that's
1: Jeopardy. He said, <laughs> I have never, I didn't know about any black house or techno DJs until recent. Yikes. Like in the last few months, and he's been booking DJs for years.
0: Yikes. So he's never heard of Frankie Knuckles? In the of
1: America, yeah. Yikes.
0: I said, what the that's hell are you a-
1: talking about? We started this
0: absolutely how did you
1: not hear about any of us
0: absolutely
1: he's like when i first heard it when i first heard it it was like a breath of fresh air I had knew i had been listening to the wrong music, and now I got the right music.
0: So he just called himself he out, was, basically. Exactly, that's he was hiring white guys, yeah. and
1: he finally found the truth.
0: Yeah, that's embarrassing, <laughs> but at least now he knows. Exactly. At yeah. least now he knows. I was like, knows. dude, how
1: can you not know about it? We started yeah. this.
0: He should feel lucky you didn't put his name out there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, I, I
1: wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, I call people out. I call everybody motherfucker. I'm motherfucker too. <laughs> so but everybody's a Me motherfucker.
0: too. Me of too? course
1: you're a beautiful motherfucker.
0: thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much okay last question because I know you want to get to to DJing mm-hmm. so you've been described as a mentor for a lot of uh, people in this industry there's mm-hmm. so many DJs that have or you know people who never DJ before but started taking advantage of the time they had off during mm-hmm. the pandemic mm-hmm. to get started what's what's your advice for them what, what can they do
1: keep going don't let anyone tell you different from what your thought plan is if I listened to people back in the 80s, I'd be, I don't know, doctor somebody with a boring-ass life or something stupid like that. But when I was 13, I came to my parents literally. I looked them dead in the face and said, I don't want to go to church anymore because that's bullshit and y'all know it. I'm going to DJ for the rest of my life. And they, when I graduated eighth grade, they brought me my equipment. They knew I was real about it. Wow. I asked them to put me on punishment, punishment all summer so I could learn how to DJ. Wow. So right after summer, when the fall came and school started in 80, uh, summer 85, I was already good at it. Damn. So I just instantly took off. That's
0: dedication and that's yeah, love yeah. from your parents. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody they, they, gets that support. Well, they knew
1: everything I said I wanted to do. They always knew I was for real about it.
0: After our interview, I formally introduced myself to Paul and... It felt like I was talking to an old friend. Despite all of his talent, all of his clout and experience, Paul had zero ego. And that is something that is hard to come by these days. I hesitated a little bit to ask him this follow-up question because I had a DJ booking business at the time with my friends, but I figured if I didn't do it there, when would I ever have the opportunity? And so I asked him to play for us. And without hesitation, he said, yes. Now, this booking company that we had was very new, very green, we were not profiting anything yet, but we were scraping by. Regardless, I knew that I wanted to pay him a fair fee, the value that he demanded being who he was. And so I shot him a text and let him know that you know we would pay whatever his typical booking fee is. And this is the text he sent back to me. He said, oh, I definitely can't charge you guys my actual fee, just give me what you feel I should have, no discussions. This is a testament to who Paul was. He was a man rooted in community, He was a man who prioritized relationships over all else and a man who believed in supporting budding ventures with grace and generosity. Paul actually had a gig in California the night before ours. He hopped off a plane. He came straight to our show, not a single minute late, and he played his fucking heart out. He gave 150% to everyone, no matter how big or small the promoters, the venue or the crowd. And I'm very proud to say we brought out a pretty big crowd for him. Two months later, Paul was hospitalized with COVID-19 and he quickly succumbed to the disease. It was a knife in the collective heart of the Chicago industry and an immeasurable loss to his friends, family, and fans around the world. Now I'm not gonna paint the industry in broad strokes because it's simply not my place. And I do meet so many artists every week that share Paul's level of commitment and passion for this music. But let this be a reminder because it does seem that we are drifting more towards vanity metrics every day, worrying about how many people are in the audience, how picture perfect the event looks, how many moments we can tailor for social media and how many followers a DJ has. And we're losing the root of what house music was founded on, which is community, celebrating culture and just having a good fucking time. The best way to honor legends and OGs like Paul Johnson is to reignite these core values, letting our love for the music guide our actions because in doing so, we're not just paying tribute to pioneers like Paul. We're actually ensuring that the heart and soul of house music thrives for generations to come. Thanks for listening.